this is Alvin, and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, our guest is none other than Ashwin Ficona, author of Selling Domains Fast, Global Domain Investor and Developer, and a serial entrepreneur having founded eWriter.com, Bokeh who. Bulk who is finder.com, themesfinder.com, and calltaggerapp.com, just to name a few. So today, Ashwin and I discuss critical advantages and disadvantages as a global domain investor, domain investing in India, the world's fastest growing major economy, his multi-pronged domain buying and selling strategy, as well as recent domain sales and negotiation tactics. So with that, Ashwin, thank you for uh, joining us today, and welcome. Hey, Edwin. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, definitely. So to kick things off, you and I, uh, we met for the first time back in, uh, what was it? Um, Namescon 2018. So we had a chance to uh, chat together and I guess kind of uh, share notes about what one another was doing. I think at the time I was doing... uh, domain leasing and, and of domains as well as websites, which I've kind of gotten away from just a little bit. Um, but then uh, you as well, I'm getting to learn more about you as a person, as a domain investor, and then the business and the team that you're building there uh, in India. So, you know, to kick things off, let's, uh, let's share with the listeners a bit about yourself, who you are, your professional and personal background. Um, hey, my name is Ashwin Vikona. I have, uh, like, I've been in the city in Aurangabad. It's in the western part of India uh, from, like, from my birth. Um, I've completed my, like, master's in, uh, like, uh, and I've done, I'm, I'm pursuing my MBA, and uh, I'm into domain name investing since uh, about 2012. I'm running an IT startup here. Um, working on domains nice nice so then how in the world did you get introduced obviously living in india how did you get introduced in into uh domain investing brokering and development so back in the year 2011 uh, i was working with uh with some it companies uh in pune uh as a business development person and uh, since I was into this web design, web development industry, uh, someone someone reached out to me asking if they could help me get some domain name. And I was like literally wondering why would, you know, having a domain name is so difficult. And uh, that's when I was introduced. I, I was trying to find uh, some, uh, you know, possible alternatives for that domain, for the, for the domain, but I really couldn't find any. And uh, I, uh, I dive deeper. I, I went to GoDaddy. I, I was, I started searching everywhere. Uh, and that's, that's where I was introduced. And I really liked, you know, the idea of, you know, not being able to, you know, uh, buy a domain that you really wanted. And then that scarcity got me more interested. Wow. So were they looking for a uh, .com domain or was it a, a .in? I, it was it was my uncle and was a .com domain they were looking for. Uh-huh. And they since they know that I've completed my bachelor's in IT and I was working in an IT company, they thought I am the best person to reach out. Nice, nice. So, yeah. so through a little, little uh, serendipitous moment with family, then you got into uh, domain investing. Right. 
Nice. So then in terms of what you're what you're doing today, so you said that you got involved, uh, I believe, in 2012. And so obviously living in India, I mean, what is that like as a domain investor to uh, be investing? Because, you know, for the most part, like for myself, uh, I live here in the U.S., so oftentimes like auctions and everything are, are based on either, um, you know, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, which is only two hours difference, but for you, that's quite a bit of a, a, of a time zone jump in terms of of hours. So, how does being a global domain investor, you know, impact your life? That's that's actually something you know. Uh, since uh, since the auction timings are a little late, it uh, I have to be up till three three, four in the morning to continue bidding in the auction and keeping a check on all the domains that uh, that I want to secure that day, every day. And uh, in this, wow. I, al- yeah, I also do outreach and outbound. So at times I have to talk to some clients explaining the value of this exact match domain. I have to be up because most of the time the clients are from US. Wow, so then... So that, so, I mean, you're technically a night owl then. I mean, for- initially, yeah, initially I, I didn't like that, but eventually uh, I was so excited about, you know, bidding and uh, securing a domain that, that it just came naturally to me. I really loved it more then wow. you know yeah now is that now is that normal um in terms of you know i mean obviously it's normal for you as a domain investor uh but then i know that you have a team of people like how is that is i guess is that a normal way of life for someone who lives uh in the region of india yep uh, there are so many people working with night shifts right so yeah that way it's very common mm. So you're sleeping, sleeping for most of the day, uh, and then up at night to uh, to do business. Yep, uh, I'm normally like you know sleep at three thirty four, and I get up by eleven in the morning. Wow. So yeah. So. And so and so, like, how many team members? Because because is it just you by yourself, or I think uh, right now buying is just kept with me. Okay. And uh, all the domains that I buy, it's all with me only. Uh, my team members are not much. They are about seven, eight people. And they are all more into outreach and outbound. We have developed some in-house softwares, which, okay. helps, us, which helps us find uh, exact buyer, you know, exact company who could be interested in, our, in the domain name. And, uh, and they reach out to them using social media and emails. Wow. So then what would you say are the pros and cons in, in terms of like living in India as a uh, domain investor? Let's go with the pros first. Like what's good about being a, a, a global domain investor living in India? Um, I think uh, number one is, uh, number one is uh, you, stay, you, you get to stay with your family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, second is you have a, like since uh, since it's cheaper to you know uh, yeah. have people hire people here and and to work with them as compared to you know in US. Right. Uh, that's one. That's another benefit that I see. Interesting. Yeah. 
Interesting. So and, then are there any, uh, any others that, that, that you look and go, Hey, you know, most domain investors don't necessarily have this, this advantage uh, that I have. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I know a lot of domain investors myself and they, uh, and, and they have, you know, I have literally helped them with outreach services and things like that because, uh, because it's, it's far much like, uh, because I have this benefit, right? Right, right. Ah, so you're so you're able to actually. So then, the in-house systems that you've built, then uh, you're actually helping other people. Yes. Ah. So the software bulk OS Finder was uh, developed at in-house to you know to help who is uh, to find who is information in bulk for domains. Nice, nice. Yeah. So then, in terms of. Uh, so, I mean, do you find it a benefit in terms of, because I, I think it isn't, uh, what is it, Domain X? Isn't that a conference that's hosted? Yes, yes. So, yeah, so where is so, it Where is it hosted? hosted? Yeah, so in 2014, like, uh, uh, there's this Manmeet Pal Singh that he started this uh, domain conferences. And I did attend his first conference. It always used to happen in Delhi. Every year it happens in Delhi in August. And, and, and uh, how far how how far is that from you where you live? Um, if you take a flight about two hours, one so hour, one yeah, not bad. So it's like for me, yeah. probably flying from Austin to uh, to Houston or, or from uh, Austin. Mm. Well, actually, actually, no. further, a little further. But yeah, but if you drive, it takes two days <laughs> or really? three days. Yeah, so it's it's really if you take a train, it takes uh, about twenty four hours. <laughs> wow! So, yeah, so, so, it's so better flight is better. Hop a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, how many how many conferences do you attend? Because I know. So you said um, Domain X is one, but then do you attend any of the others, like in Europe or any? Yeah. Any so the, there is there, there is one more conference in India that is very active. It's Domaining India. Domaining. So every year, these two conferences happen in India. And uh, I I mostly attend this conference. Um, in India, any domain conference, uh, I think it's very easy for me to hop in and go check. So I do that. And most of the times I'm invited as a speaker to talk on domains and how my experience had been so far. And uh, apart from this, uh, I attend NamesCon in, uh, on the global scale. So right. been attending this in Las Vegas. That's only one. So then, so let me ask you this. So that's an interesting thing. So you said that there are two conferences. One of them started in uh, 2014. And then yeah. did, when did the other start? Uh, there was also in 2014 only, like 2014, 15, same time, you know? Okay, so same time frame. Yeah. So yes, then yes. with these, I guess, uh, new conferences emerging then, um, I mean, what what is domaining like and domain investing in India like? Obviously, and I'm, I'm saying that from a, a standpoint of going, hey, you have these two conferences that are birthed. So is India actually seeing an influx of new or next generation domain investors? Um, I see. Uh, I, since I've written this uh, book also on the same topic, Sell Domains Fast is the book, which is also on Amazon. Uh, I keep seeing a lot of new people joining domain industry, and uh, I'm I'm also you know uh, I'm part of a lot of WhatsApp and Telegram groups on domains, and 
and i keep seeing uh, you know a lot of in, in you know new beginners from india joining this groups buying good domains and they are they are also selling them i see them selling them in afternick and dan and they are reporting it on the groups you know this sold for this that sold for that so this has lately started to happen in the last two years and uh, and i see a good good growing domain investors every year you know when i see attend conferences and the... gotcha and so it's interesting because you know when we think about so india like i said i mean it's one of the world's fastest growing uh, major economies and so um when you begin to to think about that only i believe what is it like 19 to 20 percent of the people are online but yet you know how many people i guess are what's the population of india i think it's what is it's it it's about uh, 1.5 billion or so right and so when you think if you juxtapose to the U.S. and the number of people that are online, I think we have something like 87%, 88% people uh, that are utilizing the internet space, if you will, versus India, who's only using, uh, like I said, I think it's somewhere like 19, 20%. And so there is a, a, um, exponential growth uh, and opportunity there. And so it, it begs to wonder in terms of, like you said, I think you're starting to see an influx of uh new new people in there in terms of next generation of uh, domain investors now are you seeing more um domain investors investing in uh the cctld for india which is in or is it com you know co or you know what extensions are you seeing um in india as particular i've seen a lot of uh, businesses have started uh, you know buying dot in and dot com domains in india so like if you, if you if i were to compare the last one year uh, everywhere i go i see everyone having their uh, website name on their business cards or on hoardings or on you know like yeah everywhere and uh, this has started to happen in mostly in the last two years in the last two years so if i were to compare the last three years in india uh three four years ago my my parents didn't had an online uh they, they were not online on phone they were not very they, they were not very active on whatsapp and things like that but eventually i could see them you know using whatsapp joining groups sending messages and uh, now you know they also have uh, you know cab uh, app app for cab like something like uber and they are able to book online and they, not just with my parents but my relatives and my friends and to everyone i could see that they they are pretty much not related or connected to internet i see them you know getting online having facebook having twitter and every everything like that so in the last 3 4 years the usage of uh, internet in india has grown rapidly the startups have have started to come in with different extensions uh, that that has grown if you if you open times of india new local newspaper here uh, saturday sunday you see so many people broadcasting their website name with uh, with dots uh, everyone is sharing their dot coms and dot ins on on the on the newspaper which which gives you an idea where it's going 
Right, right. Which is, which is uh, like I said, I mean, I think it's interesting in and of itself because with the digital transformation that's taking place and how, uh, you know, folks here in India are, are embracing, um, I guess you'd say, a digital lifestyle uh, of using apps. Um, so this leads to the big question of, you know, are you starting to, I'm assuming that you're starting to see more and more startups that are coming online there in India. That's right. I, I see them every day. So many new startups uh, emerging on different, you know, offering e-commerce services for so many other products that that were not there before. Gotcha. So, you know, what what, what would you say uh, is purchased more? Is it the dot in or the dot com, or are they both about the same? Um, I think it's more, it's both about the same. I, 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 I've, I've been like, people reach me, most more, many startup founders have reached me uh, asking me to acquire, help, help them acquire this domain. And I've seen them having .in and .com combination of both. And if they want .in me to be primary, the .com is either redirected to .in or vice versa. Ah, so they so then they are making a, an attempt to purchase both yes. uh, versus the one. Now, obviously, I mean there are probably situations to where you know you can't get the dot com or <laughs> you can get the dot in, but you can't get the dot com, and then likely it could probably be vice versa as well. Uh-huh. In fact, uh, I have also sold some good domains uh, to Indian buyers uh, for four five thousand dollar range really and, and, yeah, and, they, and are those dot ins and dot coms or dot in also and dot com also both gotcha now yeah. i guess in terms of i guess there's what a little bit over i think when i last look at the stats it was something like two and a half uh, million dot in uh, domain registrations obviously that pales in comparison to where dot com is but then um, in terms of just domain growth, I mean, are you seeing more and more investors there locally um, beginning to sell .in names and invest in .in names, or is that not the case, or is there anything that prohibits that growth? Um, basically, uh, .in domains have a lot of potential in India um, because mo- much more than co.in. So they are in in the CCTLD, there are two extensions in India. It's .in and .co.in. And uh, I've seen .in much more popular than .co.in. You, you can see this by, if, even if you go and check .co.in, you will see, you'll see a lot of good names are still available in .co.in, which pretty much tells that people are more inclined towards .in. But if you, if you look at it as an investor point of view, uh, the registry in India uh, prohibits selling .in domains publicly. Really? Yep. So you that's why you cannot huh. see a dot in or a dot co dot in domain on GoDaddy, Afternik, um, places like that. So if you are a registrar of a dot in extension, you cannot uh, resell that extension. That's why you see this domain selling on Sido, but you don't see this extension selling on GoDaddy. Interesting. That is interesting. So then that kind of that tilts the the table a little bit in terms of of uh, likely more domain investors, I guess, going after more of the uh, legacy TLDs than like .com, .net, .org there in India, right? Right. 
So me, I, me personally, I have not invested much uh, in dot in domains. Basically, this being the reason. Uh, now, now, do do you foresee that changing in the future, or? I, I've been I'm 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 waiting for something like that to happen because I I still got a lot of good domain opportunities in .in but I was reluctant to invest more because of these reasons uh, because I the exposure is very limited uh, because a lot of uh, registrar sites are not promoting letting me promote there. Wow! I cannot I cannot even you know if I put a land sales lander page. I cannot even say that this domain is for sale. Oh, wow. wow. I can say contact us uh, or, you know, get in touch or something like that, but not say that's for sale. Interesting. And so then, I mean, do you, like, like I said, it, it's one of those things of going, obviously that limits the exposure of that extension. Um, I would say to, to locals there, uh, but even within there, it's kind of one of those things of I'm like, well, if they open it up to me, it sounds like and I'm like, hey, you could probably make a lot more money if you opened it up. And so, right, right. And so it's, it's kind of one of those things of going, well, why is it prohibited in the first place? <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting. Yeah. In fact, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll add on to this. A very good friend of mine and a fellow domain investor uh, Indupal, he ha he he is one of the largest domain investors investing in dot in domains, and he is from the US. And, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, he recently sold a domain called Dukan dot in for eighteen thousand dollars. So what's the what's the translation? Dukan in India means shop or store. Oh wow. So in, a, in Hindi language, it means, yeah, it's a Hindi version of of shop and store, yeah. Huh, so that's interesting. So, so and you said that was a dot .in or a dot .com that he sold? That's a dot .in, Dukan dot .in, that sold for 18000 Interesting. Now, are you seeing, I guess, a cross where it's, you know, so where it's Hindi.com, so it's a Hindi word, uh, or are you seeing any, any of those sales or sites that are popping up? Yeah, they, they have always been there. So in India, uh, the Hindi word is, is is also very popular. Example, if I'm looking for a job, there is a website called nokri.com. It means jobs. In the Hindi word of jobs is nokri. Uh, it's very popular in India. If I want to get married, uh, shadi.com is very popular in India. It means uh, marriage. Interesting. So I guess, uh, I mean, that's yet a whole, I mean, that's kind of peeling back the onion for me in a way, because I'm looking and going, I, I, I don't know Hindi, don't speak Hindi. But at the same time, I'm going, man, there is a whole new world then of likely single and double, uh, double word or phrased dot com domains that likely can be invested in as well as developed. That's right. Yep. Versus the, you know, the traditional or, or rather, I say in most cases, and most domain investors are thinking, um, you know, they don't necessarily think of, uh, uh, of a foreign language um, in terms of, of mixing that with a dot com. Um, but interesting, interesting. So uh, in, in terms of, so kind of moving on here. So in terms of the, let's talk a little bit about your, um, 
I guess your multi-pronged domain buying and selling strategy. And so you've, you got started. So I guess you do a number of things. Um, just even in us talking, I remember, you know, you, you talked a little bit about the hand ridge. You talked a little bit about buying uh, closeouts. You're, you're bidding on um, expiring domains. So kind of help me understand, like, what is your strategy for buying and selling domains? Okay, so as a domain name investor, anyone who is who is getting started, it's a it's a good idea to start with hand registrations, domains that are available and you want to buy them hand rich. So really, uh, uh, uh-huh. but I have invested in all the three sections. Tier one is the you know domains that you can easily buy for under. Ten dollars under hundred dollars. Uh, so I have domains that are that I buy from Handridge. I there are domains that I buy from Closeout uh, that are at auctions. Uh, there are domains that I buy at auctions, and uh, then finally I buy premium category domains that I negotiate and buy. So then, in terms of so, kind of what's your your first thought? Is it is it to like quick flip a domain, or is it you see a domain and go, hey, I think I can actually develop that, or this is a long term hold? Like, kind of what goes through your mind as to what comes first? For okay, you? so so the strategy is really simple for me to buy exact match keyword do- domains, mostly in dot coms, and uh, doing outreach outbound and selling them to to give you an example this week i sold a domain called floridamoldinspection.com wait you so what <laughs> say that again Flo, florida mold inspection.com <laughs> a three word.com okay florida mold inspection yeah and you sold uh, it for about 3400 or 3600 one second Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, 3,400. Gotcha. And then how, so how long, um, I guess, from the time that you purchased to, you know, the About time to sell? 200 days. 200 days. Man, that's not bad. Um, actually, yeah, because I think thinking back, I believe it was Paul Nix from uh, GoDaddy that actually alluded in his presentation at want to say this past names con uh 2019 in one of his presentations he says that it was taking on average of like 400 days so i mean you cut that in half that is not bad and so how i mean so explain that so you saw florida mold inspection like did you do any like real-time research before buying it or Yes. So, so when I, when when you start buying, I look for you know um, what kind of exact exact searches the term has, what kind of CPC it has, and uh, and and if, if if I'm able to Google this term, what do I see, and if are there any good businesses around it? So so then, so then you so you Google so you did all of that kind of real time just kind of kind of weighing and saying okay is it worth um, bidding on this name okay. and then how do you how do you determine where the cutoff is of you know well hey this name is only worth hundred dollars two hundred dollars three hundred dollars how do you determine that um number one is the industry the mold inspection industry as a whole how is that doing uh, how much per lead in that niche go 
that that is a good indicator of the price second is uh, you can also do a math of you know number of searches into cpc mm-hmm. uh, what kind of number you get and number 3 is the comparable sales so if if you go to namebio.com and type mold in it or mold inspection in it what kind of sales you have seen around it Wow. So now, do you ever take in, into consideration of saying, hey, you know, or have you ever experienced a, a situation, obviously with FloridaMoldInspection.com, you sold that name, but have you ever done, I guess, any other geo service name to where you, you purchased the name, but you didn't sell it? Now, have you ever thought about or have you ever uh, developed that name into like a, a site? to possibly get it ranking to possibly try to get lead a lead generation service or even flip the whole domain and site to another business i i i, I really thought of doing something like that um example i have manhattanlocksmiths.com so i was thinking to set up a lead generation via site from that space and and bring more leads for locksmiths but since i'm more of a domain name investor and not uh, you know i i uh, my focus was getting disturbed so I, i i let that idea go for that for a particular while but i'm planning to you know come back with it in 2020 to pick quality domains which has good traffic and good potential to you know convert into lead generation sites to to do that and sell them or rent them gotcha so then in terms so in terms of your process so really then how, at least how you got started i said so was it that you got started with hand registrations or was it that you got started with the expired domain options or was it a bit of both i started with hand registrations and okay. then i moved to closeouts okay with this i was able to get uh, some some good income coming in sales and with the sales i decided to get my hands into quality premium domains that that are above 5000 to 50000 dollar range between oh, wow. 5000 yeah so i in uh, in fact in my initial time in 2000 13 2014 i once had 10 plus three letter dot coms with me really yep so i have bought and sold a lot of three letter dot coms about 25 plus uh, easily 20 and, plus easily. and across yeah. what what uh, what extensions is that dot three letter three letter dot coms oh three letter yeah um like yot.com is with me still vmr.com is still with me and uh, yot vmr vjl.com is with me vkh.com is with me interesting and 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 uh, 2000 back in the time 2013 uh, i i used to outreach you know these end users and would ask them if they want to sell it and i i have bought them for $7000 $8000 and was able okay. to flip them for 15000 when the market was really high gotcha. 16000 20000 so then you're okay so you're buying hand registrations then flipping them for a considerable amount so let's just you know take a take a hypothetical example here so you come in you're buying domains from anywhere 10 to $15 you're likely flipping them let's just say anywhere from 1500 to uh 3000 and but when you're flipping them then you're just using the proceeds from the flip then to kind of sit on that cash 
and then go after, I guess. And when you say premium, I'm assuming you're meaning uh, one word domains or the, uh, like you said, the the two character or uh, two letter, three letter um, domains. That's correct. Okay. I decided, uh, yeah. So, so eventually, uh, I started buying these quality domains. Uh, so the steps were were this only: buying domains from Handridge and uh, close out, make selling them, making money, and then using that money to buy premium domains where you don't have to outreach anymore. <laughs> So that huh. people reach out to you uh, with quality domains, people reach out to you with right. handridge. Uh, you have to go to them. So, so I am sitting on very high quality domains like YOT, uh, ST, and and domains like that, and uh, letting the, an inquiry come in and trying to negotiate and making a sale. Example: I sold co.net for one hundred thousand uh, dollars. Wait, what? CO uh, two two letter dot net uh, for hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah. Wow. And when, when when was this? This this was in two thousand seventeen or eighteen. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So Man, that's a, that's is, a nice sale. Yeah, and that that was how that happened because I did this strategy. My strategy was always this, you know, uh, saving and reinvesting into quality premium domains, which has a strong potential to sell. So that's how I also invested in Smart.co, which this year, about three four months ago, sold for about fifty four thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So then, so then what extension? So you're, I mean, I've heard you say.com. Obviously that's a, that's one, I, you know, that's kind of a safe bet, if you will. Um, but then you've mentioned.net and now .co. So, I mean, you're finding success across a number of extensions. Um, mostly because this is the road less traveled. Uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, everyone wants to buy quality.coms. I know because of this tough competition, it's pretty hard to, you know, actually get it. I, I can give you a very good example here, um, Alvin. I have this, I had this domain called casino.uk.com. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of this extension, .uk.com? No. No, even I was not. And when I was introduced to this, I I negotiated to, with the owner of casino.uk.com and bought this domain. And finally, I sold this domain for about twelve thousand pounds. Yep, to a big company in UK, casino business. Now, I mean, I haven't even heard of that extension. So, like, how are you finding out about? about these because, extensions see the, the logic was simple casino.com is huge right it's a right. it's a multi-million dollar domain casino.co.uk was sold for five hundred thousand pounds so right so you're willing to so it, it's the thought i guess the thought process behind that is hey yeah, so if, if casino.com is worth multi-millions then uh uk.com is likely going to be a fraction of that and you're willing to say hey I'm willing to sell that and gain the fraction of it only to then take the proceeds and likely go reinvest again. That's right. And with casino. They cannot get casino.co.uk or casino.com anyway. And casino.uk.com has a very high brandability sense, uh, you know, and with a very high 
uh, click through. So if if you if you put a you know ads on do Google Ads, and if if someone sees casino.uk.com, they'll likely click on it because they'll be like it's a premium domain. That's how people would look at it, and uh, and that's exactly what uh, what I was able to pitch to this uh, UK casino business, and I was able to sell. Interesting. So let me ask you this. So then obviously you sell that domain, you get, you net, you know, the, the five grand or whatever it is that you net then now are you still, cause I know you said you're after the premium um, domains now, but then do you ever, cause you kind of sit, you're sitting on cash to uh, be able to make these bigger purchases, but then what, I mean, are you working on a percentage that says, Hey, I'm going to take 20% and reinvest it in the, and registration names or, you know, how, how do you work that strategy out? Um, there's no percentage like that. Okay. Uh, um, I actively keep looking for quality domains, which I believe has very high potential uh, to to yeah. buy and uh, the move that the moment i i see there's a there's this opportunity i i just put my money in i i don't put uh, x number of percentage in going to this nothing like that gotcha gotcha so you're, i mean you're really going on gut instinct of your experience of what you've been able to sell what you've not been able to sell uh, and, and likely where the market is i'm assuming that's right there are two things that i'm doing here uh yep trusting my gut instinct being one and taking risk right right yeah. so so, so then plus, you still... plus i i also know what i was doing with with casino.uk.com i was uh, i already had an idea who could be the buyer and how much they could have paid ah uh, okay so that 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 then lowers so i go that that's yeah. not really a risk then as much as it is because you've already done your homework because you already that's had right. people in mind now granted that doesn't guarantee that they were going to buy it but at least you knew that going into it and that you know reduced your risk while at the same time increased the probability for success that's right so this this month i bought plantshop.com plant plantshop. yeah plantshop.com uh, I believe it's a premium quality domain, which has a like an end user can immediately buy and set up a business on it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Plantshop.com. Yeah, you'll have to, we'll definitely have to stay in, in uh, contact with that one because I want to know how that, that turns out and how long it took, uh -huh. took you to sell it. So I, I also sold contentwriting.com for right? $36,000. Content writing? Yeah, contentwriting.com. Really? Now, so yeah. now I guess I guess that's the other thing. Now, are you? Are these just straight out purchases, or are like are people I guess coming to you with I guess cold hard cash or escrow, or is it that people are having to take payment plans, or you know, are you are or are you even witnessing people? Uh, purchasing your domains through payment. So, so 99% of the time, it's always one-time purchase, and we always use escrow.com or Epic Escrow for our transactions. Oh, nice. And and uh, for uh, 
just for this contentwriting.com the buyer did not wanted to pay that that high because he did not had a lot of money in uh, to pay one time and that's why i pitched him to pay this amount in 6 months and uh, he happily agreed because he's a, he was a freelancer a content writing freelancer and uh, he was like he can pay bills every month so oh. and and then he he has already paid two installments by now wow and now and now is he using that domain or is it no okay. i have not seen him using that domain yet maybe he's thinking he should complete everything first and then start but he can still use it oh okay and then i guess so is that something that you're i guess more open to to be able to sell more of those types of names or is it just that that's just kind of how it worked out um oh i'm sorry uh, which which kind of names so so like the content writing so cuz you're investing in more of these premium names and so i look at and go like with this two word domain name this.com um content writing so obviously you likely have more of those in your portfolio so if someone comes to you are you more willing to to take a payment plan Uh, yes yes as long as yeah as he, uh, payment plans are very good good I, i i don't as long as they are not for very long years uh 6 months 3 months 5 months uh, they are very good uh, gotcha but then once you start talking about hey 24 months and yeah and i have about 5 to 7 domains right now which are on 12 months 20 months 24 months plan so when we outreach uh, uh, handrich or closed out domains uh, we don't mind them paying this amount in 2 years or 3 years because as long as they agree to pay that's what is much better right <laughs> right right you're like as long as payment reaches me in a, in a timely fashion every month hey we're all good yeah so i have i i remember selling one domain for $4500 uh and uh, they they have already paid about 7 8 installments nice nice so then so how many domains do you actually own today about 4 four 5000 domains wow so then how many domains i guess on average are you moving or selling per month yeah so i just uh, I just checked out this domain that I was talking about uh, on the, about the installment plan. Uh, this domain is diversefinancialadvisor.com. So that's a three word. That's a three word dot com. It was mostly a handwrench. Uh, I sold it for three thousand seven fifty dollars, and uh, the seller did not wanted to pay all by one time, so he chose to pay one fifty six dollars per month for twenty four months. Huh. Well, hey. So, and he has already paid nine installments so far. And so, and so you're working then. I mean, that's that's very much on the same page as like a uh what is it um huge domains and in terms of how they do their payment plan. <laughs> that's or right. somewhat somewhat yes, like yes. that. Uh-huh. And and it's it's very easy for people to just convince them to just pay $150 per month and you don't even know it will be charged on your credit card every month. Uh and then and, and then that way you get to secure the domain that you want yeah and in the matter of 2 years you would not even know you own that domain like you you paid for that domain interesting that is interesting so then um 
you know, in terms of, you know, how you see things. So in 2020, like, what do you see kind of as the emerging trends? Um, is there anything that you would say, hey, kind of keep your eyes on, you know, this given extension or um, on these types of domains? Like, do you see what or, or, you know, I'm just asking, hey, what do you see from a personal standpoint as a, uh, you know, global domain investor? As a global domain investor, uh, in the last three months, I've started seeing people, investors are selling domains for much cheaper. Uh, that is that is more because uh, I, I don't know about the global market, but uh, in, I, as an investor, I think this and the next six months is a very good time as an investor to buy quality domains because every everyone seems to you know want to sell it for a cheaper price Interesting. so the chances of investor breaking uh, their i don't know why is that so but i see that like i was able to acquire few domains from investors domain investors for quite quite a deal hmm. yeah so maybe this is this being one in the next six months, they can start. In fact, I've, I've increased my speed of acquisition. I bought watch.co, I bought uh, coolant.com, I bought the, so many other domains like that. Rubo.com, yeah, multicopter.com. So, okay, other than this, I think... Uh, so then you're seeing the so you're seeing domain investors or I guess you're seeing in basically domain owners rather kind of decreasing their price I guess or or liquidating their domains um so you're able to That's catch right. those at a good price yes interesting interesting anything anything else that you see I see uh, two-letter liquid domains, liquid domains of any mm -hmm. type, three-letter.coms, two-letter.com, two-letter any extension. Uh, I see they are strengthening in value. Uh, not just them, oneword.coms are even more strengthening. This year, with the sale of voice.com, selling for $30 million, you know, and uh, and so many other and other domains that sold for a very good price, uh, I see the market is just strengthening. Gotcha. Now, how do you? I mean, what would you suggest to to domain investors that are saying, you know, hey, I want to get into the one word space, um, and obviously they may they may or may not have the uh, wherewithal or financial backing to do like a dot com, but what would be your advice to someone wanting to get into a one word for, you know, maybe another um, extension? Like what advice do you give them in terms of how to go about finding these uh, types of deals? Um, one word.com exactly or one word anything or just one word anything you know like okay. hey is it and, and and like i said i i know definitely <laughs> it kind of gets into a bit of your strategies to share with what you will but you know if, if i'm looking at it i'm going okay well is it worth you know getting into a one word dot me versus a one word dot io or one word dot you know dot co i think uh, dot me I, I don't personally like them. See, I personally like domains which has strong 
commercial sense uh if 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 you look at all or if you look at the pattern at all the domains that i have bought in you will see uh, things like plantshop.com contentwriting.com you will see the pattern of they being uh, uh, commercially uh, app, uh, viable domain when i buy a domain i always want to look at it as an end user so if i am an end user and i wanted to and i'm looking for a good domain for a plant industry house plantshop.com versus plant.me gotcha gotcha anytime anytime i would want to choose plantshop.com then plant.me example right and if i'm not able to relate myself as an end user i don't end up uh, buying that domain ah uh, gotcha and then and and then in terms of i mean do you so is it just as easy as just sitting down and going hey i'm just going to think of a lot of one words that i think may have value and then just start going to look them up in different extensions yeah so i would want to look at up with extensions that has very high potential to sell for an example casino keyword was very powerful the extension didn't was not uh, the extension if that was uh, that was a really you know uh, like uk.com extension i am able to convince all the uk people so i i see there's a chance right with one word uh, bad extension gotcha so then you had so then it it, it with, became with, more about the population of people then uh potential of brandability i'm also a brand expert maybe so i see uh i see how how a company would want to look at it from a brand perspective gotcha uh but i have seen io.co selling for much more these days so that's that's the trend example getsupply.com recently moved to supply.co Oh yeah yeah and I, and I think they were um shoot if my memory serves me correct they were actually on uh, Shark Tank too. I can't remember yeah. if that was before they made that that uh transition. And so now you know that's an interesting story in and of itself because you know if you talk to most investors they're like hey man they went backwards. They went from uh, getsupply.com to a .co like that doesn't make sense. The the founder of the company got on twitter and said i wanted to remove get from the name i just wanted to use one word supply uh, and i want my i want the consumers to think the company is called supply and not get supply interesting and, and i guess and i guess supply.com is already taken i mean i hadn't looked or... right and and even if uh, even if it is available it is not a commercially viable idea for them to pay a, a, a price like a million or five or six figures you know 300 500 to to just get supply.com yeah cuz i think that they um shoot i think that they're yeah cuz they're like a, a startup right for like razors or right something and, like and, that and, and then same goes with uh, so that's how i started buying so i have survey.co you know a very good extension for uh, survey for for a company who want to get into survey business uh, and just choose you just looking for one word survey.co because survey.com is out of um, out of reach well and then you know i just start thinking about it you said survey and so i'm thinking like okay are we talking about online surveys are we talking about building surveys land survey yeah. so you yeah so you have you have uh, multi use there 
Yeah, and same for the watch, watch.co. You can track a tracker, you know, watch as a tracker, watch as watching movies, Netflix, streaming, and watch as uh, watches. Man, yeah, there's so many different, because I mean, that could even, you could just brand watch, uh, you know, it's just watch.co. Uh, and it can uh-huh. be a number, a number of different things. Now, you know, one thing that I've noticed here, just even in some of the the uh, the one words that you mentioned, especially uh, you mentioning uh, smart.co, you mentioned watch.co, survey.co. So now what about longer wor- words? Is that something that you stay away from? So let's just, for example, let's say that um, there's consignment.co. Are you actually... I've- app to go after that or no i would you know do a quick uh, check on google and see how many companies call themselves consignment and mm-hmm. if there are a lot of them i would like uh, and and then i would see if consignment.com is gone is developed or not developed because if it's a developed website uh, the chances of my domain selling goes down um so if I'm an if I'm an end user, like example st as for Sam T for Tom st.net, uh, I when I bought it, I also noticed st.com is developed. So if if a huge company is looking to buy a good quality domain, uh, st.com they cannot buy because it's already a big business. Right. So they are left with what? Well, they're uh, left with either changing their name or they're going to a different extension. Right. They, and what are the options they have? .NET, .co, .io, what else? .org is more of a non-profit side, right? So. Right. And, and plus with the latest news of .org anyway, I mean, it's kind of up in the air uh, uh-huh. with, with prices, you know, likely could be unregulated. Um, that that's probably going to scare the common person away. But you now so you, that's interesting. So you mentioned sd.net. Now, I would have thought that .nets have kind of somewhat gone by the wayside and aren't, you know, aren't trending at any if anything I think more people are probably running away from them would be the thought. But you're saying that that's not the case. Yeah. In fact, I was negotiating with the seller of sd.net from last more than 1 year. Wow! It, it take about it took me about fifteen months to close this. And but then so like so you're so that's a two letter dot yeah. net. Now are you? I mean, are you investing in other dot nets that are like two word, maybe one word, or is it just hey no? If I'm gonna invest in dot net, it probably needs to be a two letter or two character. Uh, um, with .NET, I would look for uh, the quality of the word it is, uh, like like one word .NET uh, with a very high potential. Uh, I would love it, like content.NET, writing.NET, you know, anything like one word .NET, grid.NET. What about something like qualification.NET? Sm- which one? Qualification.NET, that's pretty long. Yeah, but then uh, with that, I would do a quick check on how many companies call themselves qualification. Mm-hmm. If there are not much, I would want to stay away with it. Gotcha. Yeah, or or it makes me think of, um, you know, when you say qualified or quali- qualification, I mean, there could be a number of things that could be sales related in terms of trying to qualify, uh, you know, leads. 
um, high quality leads, or it, when I think about qualification, it also makes me think about, um, you know, schooling and education, uh, mm-hmm. how one wants to qualify themselves, how one wants to educate themselves. So, I have sold, I've sold a lot of .NET domains in outreach. Really? Yeah. Things like, um, I sold mappify.net. Wait, what? Mappify. Mappify. Mappify.net. So that's like a uh, brandable. Yep. Huh. I I sold autowash.net. Autowash.net. Interesting. Yeah, Fortius.net and diamondbroker.net. Diamond broker. Yeah. And uh, sold that for $1,500. Wow. Yeah. So then, I mean, and, you're still seeing four-figure values then, even with uh, some two-word, you know, .dot nets in. Yeah. I mean, I've sold ooh. smart properties, smart properties .dot net for one thousand. Wow. When was that? Smart properties .dot net was sold on seventh October, uh, two months ago. Wow. Not bad. Yeah. That's nice. Now, do you now do you spend any time? Because I know smart. It, okay, you should know this. I sold smartdns.net. Really? Guess what price it sold for? It was an outreach. An outreach, smart DNS. Uh, let's just go. I mean, you're on the fifteen hundred dollar kick. I'm gonna probably say twenty two hundred dollars. I paid. I sold my for much more than twenty two hundred. <laughs> You want to uh, do a second guess? Okay, let's let's see. If it wasn't twenty two hundred, let's uh, let's say fifteen thousand. Uh, not really. I sold it for eight thousand five hundred. Okay, so uh, well, I mean, shoot, smart outreach. Wow. <laughs> and so, so now you're saying outreach. So how long? Let's just take that example. So you get smartdns.net, and. Uh, how long did it take you in terms of outreach to actually, is that something like, hey, on a Monday? Smart, yeah, smartdns.net was sold in exactly 106 days. Okay. And were you doing outbound that entire time? Yes. So from acquisition to so say sold sales, it was 106 days. And, and how many times are you actually, when you say outreach, how many times are you actually sending messages outbound? Is that something that you're doing every week or every day or is it every, is it, every day? And is it a one-to-one communication or is that yes. a, Hey, I on, you know, Monday week one that I own the domain, I sent a message to 25 people week seven i sent a message to an additional 40 people or is it you know a one-to-one meaning hey on this day i sent an email to this one company and yeah, waited so, for the response so so we we do outreach for one time so we, one time we reach out to potentially really high caliber people we which we believe uh, has a very high potential uh, or, or you know it could be very helpful to them and the and the moment we do, we potentially end up getting what is the price? Hey, thank you for reaching us. What is what are you asking? Things like that coming. Ah, so so then you basically just outbound them with no price. You, you know, you're just saying, hey, this is available on the market. And then if they respond, then that's when you start, I guess, yes. beginning to size them up to to be able to the say, price. okay, well, hey let's see who this is and then you determine the price based on that that's right interesting that's a good strategy 
And so then, so so you're finding these companies. So then, let me ask you. So how in the world? Are, I mean, are you using something like Hunter Hunter.io, like a email finding service, or so so that so this is a software that is built in house. And uh, we uh, we have we it's it's a mix of three four things. One of the thing is called Spyfu. Are you aware of Spyfu? I am. Yeah. So with Spyfu, what what it does is it's a tool. It's a paid tool. What it does is uh, it pulls out all the people who are bidding or advertising on this keyword on Google. Interesting. And, then, and so then how do you find so i mean does that get you to a specific person i mean it gets you to the company yeah you just even if you go to spyfu and just type the keyword it will give you a list of people who are advertising on this term well i guess when you or or i guess for clarification when you say people is it i mean companies that, websites gotcha. okay yeah. so then you get the company and the website and then from there you take that company and website and i'm assuming you uh, then try to go find actual uh, people to connect on with decision makers. Yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and if not LinkedIn, if I'm not able to get anything there, we also try to see the about us page and uh, the contact us page and see who's the right person to reach there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So then, so then, I mean, you've got this system um, somewhat worked out. Obviously, it's taking you. Um, I think you said you got started in 2012. So it's taking you seven, eight years to figure this out and get it to where you now have, um, you know, consistent profitable sales. And so, you know, it it kind of leads me to go, hey, in terms of people getting started. Um, I mean, what would you say are, you know, some distinct keys to achieving, I guess, and sustaining, um, you know, profit, profitable domain investing? Like, because um, I know in your book now you mentioned you mentioned um, some segments of the book of of ideas around, um, I believe it was like profitability. So, I mean, kind of expound on a little bit of um, who your book is for and, you know, what people can actually gain from it. So this book, Sell Domains Fast, is for beginners. And anyone who wants to get started in the industry, uh, I think that's a very good place to get started with. Um, it, it covers everything about selling. It hardly covers much about buying. But nowadays, everyone thinks they're very good with buying and they're just not good with selling. So that's how I thought of selling sell domains fast. You know? uh, because people used to ping me on Facebook and other places asking me if, they, if I could help them sell that domain. And if they could do it by themselves, uh, much better. It explains how do you outreach, how do you reach out to potential people, what tools to use, uh, what other things to do, sort of things. Nice, and, yeah. and, and and I've also listed domains on Afternic and Sedo and Unit Registry because at times I've seen that that they also help in selling. Now, now you, when see, you when you list them, do you list them for the same price or are they kind of? I've seen some people have like staggered pricing models. So on Afternic, it's one price. On Sedo, it's one price. On 
Universal no, no, no. We, I, uh, this is just one price that's that, that we stick to. With outreach okay. also, we use the same price, but sometimes with outreach, we end up uh, negotiating. And uh, with Afternik and Sido, there's no negotiation. In fact, there's this domain called selfpublisher.com that uh -huh. has sold for about $17,000 on, uh, on Afternik. And that was just a buy it now price. Yeah, buy now price. So, and have I not listed that domain there? Uh, there was no sale. Uh, there was no payday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so then, so then it's a matter. Of, so it's a really a game of of numbers. Obviously, for the the domain investor starting out, like you said, I mean, I think it there is. Hey, you have to have the right. Um, the sought after name so you do have to have an eye for buying but then like you said in the book in terms of selling fast i think there has to be some disciplines around um outbound approach so because you know a lot of people are like well i'm just going to buy domains and i'm just going to sit back and i'm not going to do you know anything and maybe people will look up on who is and they'll you know they'll contact me and that yeah. just and that's a strategy but the reality is you're i guess missing out on a lot of opportunity by not listing see see by not listing a uh, buyer is not aware of if the domain is for sale or not i can give you another quick example alvin here uh, sure. i sold one domain it's called leadership.biz uh, .biz yeah, leadership.biz. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have seen the dot .biz coming out on after, on Closeout and every other place recently, right? right? Two months, three months ago, everyone was seeing that. Uh, I sold leadership.biz for $3,000, outreach. Wow. And so, the, so then it's really, so you, that that's the arm that I think that likely is the case that most that are entering into the, um, entering into the domain industry and domain investing industry are likely missing then. It's like, you really have to develop that strong outbound arm. Yep. Uh, 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 that's one thing. Second is the quality of domain. Mm -hmm. I think that is, if, if that is not good, even if you do outbound, it will not end up with sales. Correct. Correct. And I, and I, I go, I, I wholeheartedly agree there. Like you, that, that square one, you have to have the right. I, uh, in fact, uh, a domain investor wanted me, my team to help him with the outreach. And uh, we did, uh, we did uh, some 70, 100 domains for him, but we end up seeing the sales were hardly there. Uh, you know, Right. Because so that's when I also realized, okay, you know, it's not working because uh, because of these domains, because of these things. Right. So. Uh, and then, and did. then, what do you? So, what do you suggest then? And and at that point in the ball game, like, is that person? I mean, are they? You know, because I look at it and I say, okay, for me personally, when I see something like that happen, I go, okay. Domain investor, you have two choices here. One is you drop the domain name, or if the domain is, um, you know, I go, hey, you may have to develop it into a website if it can be even developed into a website for lead generation. Or, yep. like I said, I mean, you, you're only left with those two, at least in my opinion, those two decisions of you either drop it or you develop it in hopes that you know, you get search ranking and you can actually flip it or turn it into a profitable business. 
okay so it yeah so if if i'm not if I, if i can buy a domain but i cannot develop it or i don't see you know uh, the uh, i just have to think like an end user is what i would say here you know like gotcha. if you think if you think like an end user just ask yourself would you buy this domain for that price uh, you're asking you know Uh, and uh, if you think because you know every every domain investor have some or the other business also so they they know you know uh, what, what domain they would want to develop and what domain they would not develop but that when then they would want to sell right and i think you hit a key point of just and and i think it it's so it actually takes me back to the point that you made about florida mold inspection.com and so you you realize as a domain investor that that's a high margin business if you will um in terms of or or let me even not even say that or as much as it is that the keyword the cost per click um and so the ppc behind that is actually pretty lucrative so you knew that going in and so it's like as a domain investor those are things that you have to consider uh, that's when, right when you're looking at your domain and you're trying to say, and and I think that that, like you said, I mean, it goes back to when you're buying, you have to be in that frame of mind to say, does this thing have PPC value? Is it trending? Um, you know, you're looking across a, a multitude of factors, uh, but you have to have those in place because if not, then it's kind of like, hey, I don't care how how much you put behind an outbound effort, like you won't be able to sell that name um, if it if it's not you know lucrative that's right interesting so so the strategy is simple you know buy domains that you think you can sell make money and put them back into premium domains and uh, and hold you know right. and let let the buyer come to you and then sell for six figures <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so and so really so then your book so like you said then your book really is about outbound then it it talks about outbound it talks about listing the domains at different marketplaces it mm-hmm. talks about why is it important it talks about pricing it talks about how to price a domain correctly what tools to use to you know price a domain it talks about all the portals it talks about name pros it talks about you know it's a good idea to spend time on name pros and everything in between Wow. So then in terms of pricing, what's interesting, something just struck me here of, so do you use like valuation tools such as GoDaddy's valuation or GoValue tool or uh, Estabot? Um, I, I see that I use that just as a, just as a parameter, like not to decide the price exactly, mm-hmm. but to give, to get an idea, um, just to get an idea. Gotcha. In fact, while buying, I'm finding it hard because of this go value. <laughs> like uh, I was negotiating one domain with 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 a with a seller. I wanted to buy that domain, but he says, as per Godaddy appraisal, it is valued at this price, and I will not sell less than that price. <laughs> <laughs> so that has become a challenge, and I'm not able to. You know, I tried convincing that just a piece of code and everything, but he's 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 an absolute uh, beginner. He doesn't know anything in domains, and gotcha. he just says that uh, I see this is the value it it shows up when I look <laughs> in the dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, cut me a check for that value and nothing less. Yeah, and 
and, and I'm stuck there. You know, uh, there's, there's, we have we have been negotiating from that, for that domain for two months now. So, wow. Wow, that is that is interesting. So then, wrapping up, I mean, obviously, you you have quite the uh, the experience uh, being a global domain investor, obviously living um, in India. And so, what would be your advice to someone you know wanting to uh, start domain investing heading into twenty twenty? So, if this person is a complete beginner, uh, maybe they can start with reading my book and. Uh, Maybe they, they should learn more than just, because of what I've seen uh, as a beginner, what I've seen as people are just so excited about searching and buying any domain and believing that it has it is very valuable. I have done the same mistake when I started. I used to buy <laughs> domains that were so bad that when I, yeah, when I look back <laughs> at those domains, I'm like, no, that was not me. <laughs> so so yeah. then how, how, how long would you suggest? I mean, obviously the, there is no, no magic, you know, answer or silver bullet here. That's going to be like, Oh, wait, seven months. And then seven months you'll be profitable. But, I think you know, I think to, the smartest idea would be to just like you know be a, be an uh, be a observer first. Observe what is happening every day, uh, every day on NameBio, every day on DN, every week on DN Journal. What kind of domains are selling, for what price they are selling? Uh, if you open that, so if some if if you see it something sold for fifty thousand, go open that website. What they are doing with it, you know, try and uh, do a back like that is that is one good way of observing first. And when you start getting confident that okay, I understand what kind of domains to buy now, then to put some money. It's it's far much better to buy a domain for two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars at an auction than buying, you know, twenty, ten ten dollar, five dollar domains which you think could sell someday. Right. Yeah, because that someday maybe ten years from now versus no, because next year you would not want to renew them and you have lost it. But if it's a two hundred dollar, three hundred dollar domain that you got at an auction, there's just one domain that you would want to renew, and the chances of the quality of that domain is better because other bidders are also bidding there. Right. Right. So you are not. Yes, and only when you are confident, I think the best way to get in is to to start with the niche or the industry which you are more aware of. Ah. Like, uh, so, so staying in your lane of expertise, then. Yeah, so that makes it much easier because now you know the industry better. You can even talk to the own the found, founders of that industry and might be able to sell in much better way than you would if you don't know about that industry. Gotcha. Gotcha. So then I guess last but not least, is there anything and else that yes. you'd like to share with listeners? Yes. No, do not buy trademark domains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Don't do it. Yeah, because it's uh, because there's a chance you might want to, you might pay up much more than your price to buy. Uh, I have people, I have someone reached out to me about, uh, about a year ago. Uh, he said he has facebookworld.com and uh, he wants to sell it for $1 million and he can give me 40% share if it sells. 
Yeah, about that. So, <laughs> so that was a good example that I remember back in my mind because uh, I was like, there was a clear trademark violation, and uh, the chances of that domain selling is zero. Plus, there's a higher risk involved if they reach out to you. Right. With uh, yeah. Definitely. Yes, uh, I would love to hear. I, I really like to connect and network, and that's why I've been attending these conferences at NamesCon and Las Vegas and others at other plant places. So I'd love to, you know, connect with anyone who would want to ask me questions or yeah. get in touch. So are you? So are you coming to 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 NamesCon 2020, which is in my backyard, Austin, Texas? <laughs> yes, I am coming to NamesCon 2020, and oh, I might nice. come down to your place also, which is very near. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That'll be good, man. It'll be good to catch up. Like I said, I mean, it's been two years since we had a chance, and obviously, I mean, we've we've. Uh, you know, exchange messages there in LinkedIn and whatnot. And so I guess, uh, you know, to wrap things up, um, I, you know, if somebody wants to reach out to you, either email or, um, you know, what website can they, can they find you at? Ashwin.com uh, takes me to my LinkedIn profile or Facebook. They can add me on Facebook or okay. I'm always online on Skype. So Skype ID is Ashwin V like my last name's first initial v uh, gotcha so then so ashwin so a i s h w i n so a i s h w i n for the win um so then uh so yeah so definitely feel free to reach out to you know to ashwin so with that we're out of time so ashwin man thank you again for joining us today and sharing your domain investing and development journey as well as your insight for buying and selling of uh, domain names as a global domain investor so thanks man thanks for coming thank you, on Elvin. Was, thank you Elvin. It was nice meeting getting being with you today yeah definitely and so Thank you for listening and tuning in to Kickstart Commerce, where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business. Please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean. Last but not least, please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the weekly newsletter sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy. Thanks, and that's all for now.